When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 97. Be careful who you listen to by Ramit Sethi of I'llTeachYouToBeRich.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello, and welcome to Optimal Living Daily, the podcast where I read to you from the best blogs on the planet, ones that will improve your life each and every day and optimize it along the way. It's actually been 20 episodes as I've read from Ramit Sethi's blog, I'll Teach You To Be Rich, and I think it's because I've been saving a lot of his posts for my new podcast, my brother podcast, if you will, and that is Optimal Finance Daily. It's very similar to this, so if you like the premise of this show, you'll definitely enjoy that one too. The main difference being that it's someone else reading to you. It focuses on personal finance specifically, and it's five days a week, so not too overwhelming. So if you want to support this show, please go check out that one too and subscribe. It'll definitely be worth it. I pick similar authors, so you'll hear more posts from Ramit, but also Zen Habits, Mr. Money Mustache, The Minimalists, and more. So again, just search for Optimal Finance Daily and subscribe. It'll make me very happy. So with that, Let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Be careful who you listen to by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com Foreign people don't give a damn about calling you fat. Go find any Spanish or Indian or Asian person and ask them if their foreign relatives have ever called them fat. They will look at you bewildered. Quote, of course, every time I visit, unquote. White people are speechless upon hearing this, but it happens. When I went to visit India a few years ago, I had moved on from being a skinny Indian dude to actually gaining a little muscle. One of my uncles took one look at me and said, quote, you have become very fat. Another uncle saw me, squeezed my bicep and said, Are, been working out? Here's the difference. The first uncle who called me fat is overweight. The second uncle who knew I'd been working out is ultra fit. Who do you want to listen to? Everyone has an opinion. One of the keys to mastering my personal psychology has been choosing who to listen to and who can be smiled at then ignored. Guy calls me scammy. Look at this. Quote, I've completely given up on I'll Teach You To Be Rich. The site has completely dropped any pretense at being a finance blog and is now just a bunch of thinly veiled sales pitches for Ramit's scammy and expensive courses. It's a shame because some of Ramit's earlier posts, like the 10-year savings strategy, were some of my favorite personal finance blog posts ever, end quote. This is from a frugality blog. Imagine someone said this about you. 
In the past, I would read a comment like this over and over, getting depressed, debating whether to respond and feeling a knot in the pit of my stomach all day. Now I see it and move on. Do I really care what a frugalista says about my, quote, expensive courses? This power to control my reactions to unpleasant comments has taken years. And in fact, he's right. My courses are expensive. I don't care about producing $9 ebooks. I don't play in a $9 sandbox, nor do I create simple material for people who will never read it. One way I look at it is, I'd rather spend a lot on something that works than get something for free that doesn't. Wouldn't you? Would you rather spend $1,000 on something that works than $29 on something that doesn't? And I would rather stretch myself to write about all the different facets of living a rich life, careers, entrepreneurship, productivity, and more, instead of writing yet another post about interest rates and lattes. Just kill me. Why do people criticize? There are many reasons, but one of the most interesting comes from an example called, quote, bike shedding. Basically, if you have a meeting about an atomic reactor, most people won't speak up because it's way too complicated for them to have any meaningful input. But when confronted with a simpler choice, which color should we paint the bike shed, everyone has an opinion. Interestingly, I still get about 15 comments per week about my headshot. Quote, Ramit, you should really change your headshot, etc. Why? Because they probably can't comment on my psychological techniques or email funnels, but anyone can say your photo sucks. So, back to you. How to handle critics. If there's one thing I've learned writing for IWT is that 30% of the people who email me don't need a tactic or technique. They need therapy. Maybe I'll get into that in a future post. I've learned you're always going to get unsolicited advice from people, but your reaction to it is what counts. Novices get really frustrated and try to fight back against it. Quote, Mom, let me do what I want to do. I'm a grown-up now. End quote. Life isn't a Huggies commercial. Top performers plan for feedback. They actively solicit it. Plan for doubters, concern trolls, and outright skeptics. For example, I've been writing this site since 2004 and people are still skeptical. They continue to leave comments like this. The truth is, some people are determined to be offended or play the victim role or be adversarial towards you. But always ask yourself, is this person in the position I want to be? Am I getting relationship advice from my girlfriend who can't hold down a relationship more than three months? Am I buying a make a million dollars course from some info product joker who, if I Googled around for five minutes, I discover he has severe credit card debt and cash flow issues? Or am I working on mastering my own psychology, recognizing negative feedback, not simply trying to ignore it, and improving my response to it? This is why I don't even bother selling stuff for my blog. If you don't like what I see, leave. If you do, at some point you'll join my newsletter where you can see the eight plus master courses I've created over the last few years. But I recommend you remind yourself of this. Opinions are cheap. Everyone will have them because it's easy to point out things you're doing wrong or ways you, quote, should think about things. Quote, just follow your passion. Quote, a dream job? You should be lucky to have any job in this economy. Quote, you need to track your spending. Quote, buying a house is the best investment you can ever make. Quote, your first step needs to be social media. All of these sound logical and are well-intended pieces of advice, yet are ultimately useless. Always ask yourself, is this advice giver in the situation I want to be in? Are they giving service level advice? Quote, social media. Or, if I press them, would they be able to back it up and give examples? You don't have to listen to everyone. You don't have to give equal weight to critics. And that goes for me too. Question my background. Question what I'm telling you. In fact, you should do your research on me. Google around or you can find a six-page profile that Fortune did on me before listening to anything I have to say. And if you like what you see, check out my newsletter where I post my best material for more. 
Just remember, everyone has an opinion. Not everyone deserves your full attention. Now you tell me, what kind of bad feedback have you gotten? Feedback that you ignored? Share your story in the comments. You just listened to the post titled, Be Careful Who You Listen To by Ramit Sethi of I'llTeachYouToBeRich.com. And feel free to share your story with me. You can find me at oldpodcast.com. And for more personal finance posts that will optimize your life, please go check out Optimal Finance Daily, the new spinoff podcast of this one, and subscribe to that one as well. Each episode is short, actionable, and reads you the best personal finance blogs I can find. And if you like this podcast, you'll love that one too. So again, just search for Optimal Finance Daily in the podcast app of your choice and subscribe. And that's 97 episodes down. And I know there are some of you who have listened to all 97, which is amazing. I really appreciate you making this a part of your routine and coming along this journey with me to not only optimize our lives, but also work on my social anxiety. It really means a lot to me. And episode 100 is only three days away. I'm planning a whole week of festivities, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And tomorrow will be another edition of Financial Friday. So I'll see you there and in Optimal Finance Daily, where your optimal life awaits. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.